0: Hey guys, welcome to the 7 Figure Box show. My name is Andrew Frezza, and in today's episode, I'm gonna talk to you guys about reopening Fit Town Jupiter and some of the things that we've seen we're facing over the last few weeks. So we officially opened on Tuesday, May 19th. That was our first day open. We're in Florida, so we got the call on that previous Friday from Governor DeSantis that we could open up as soon as the following Monday, but we use Sunday and Monday for equipment return and then we were back open for basically our full schedule on Tuesday. And I know a lot of you guys that are back open, some of this stuff is gonna be very redundant for you. There might be some little insights uh, into things that we're seeing that are slightly ahead of what you're seeing potentially. Um, but for the most part, I'm sure you face a lot of these situations. I wanted to record this podcast mainly for people that are a little bit behind us or haven't even opened yet, or at least not at the capacities that we're able to, um, as well as people that are trying to figure out a reservation system because we instituted a reservation system back in the fall at our gym. And for us to be able to have that with just lower class caps, it's been great for us because people are already used to the system. So we're just having to adjust class caps and not much has changed in that regard. So in terms of the opening, we, you know, one of the biggest things are those class caps. So we started our beach fit classes at 16 people caps and then CrossFit classes at 18 person caps actually we started them at 16 as well. But then after the first week, we realized that we could squeeze out two more people in CrossFit. So now there's 16 for BeachFit and 18 for CrossFit. And we have X's on the floor for BeachFit where we've marked off basically like a four by four grid, four spots by four spots for our 16 people. For CrossFit, it's not quite as defined. We have um, a, a, six, a 12 person rig, a 50 foot rig that has six squat racks on each side. So those six spots on each side make up um, those first 12 spots. And then we have a turf. And then on the other side of that turf, we've uh, marked off another six spots. So that's our 18 is basically three rows of six. And when we first open our gym back up, one of the things that we had to adjust for was these smaller caps. So typically for beach fit, we have a 30 person cap. For CrossFit, we have a 35 person cap. We don't hit those those caps that often Uh, most of our classes are going to be in the high teens to low 20s but we do have some classes like our 5 a.m class at times that would hit that cap so we're well well within that 50 percent capacity range but actually we looked at our building capacity because that's really what the numbers are based off of and our building could hold um, 130 plus people in it so we're talking 70 people caps are really what we could have in the building but in terms of the social distancing guidelines that are out there we felt like any more than 16 or 18 would really make that hard to do um, we also have 18 rowers we have 18 bikes so when we do workouts right now everyone can have their own rower everyone can have their own bike for skiers we only have 13 of those so on those days where we have skis in it either we'll have um the the class broken up into two groups where it might be an eight minute amrap and then four minutes rest and then another eight minute amrap so they have plenty of time in that four minutes rest to wipe down the equipment and kind of trade spots or we might just give people the option to row or bike on those days instead of the ski and we have plenty of people that will gladly take that option to row or bike instead of ski so when we first opened up we only allowed active current active members to start with us okay so at our highest right before the coronavirus shutdown we had a little over 500 members at our lowest right before we opened back up we had about 315 people still active so because we had these lower class caps we wanted to make sure that we could handle those 315 people that were still active prior to letting anybody come off hold or prior to any new members starting so that first week tuesday to sunday was all just active members and seeing where they fell and It was interesting because a lot of our classes had good solid attendance. One or two were close to capping that first week, but for the most part we could handle everybody and some classes had almost no one in them. Some classes even had no one at all. Um, So it was an interesting first week because a lot of people that were chomping at the bit to get back didn't even come back right away when we opened. You know, it's interesting how, you know, people are dying to come back. They say they're ready to come back, but when they're actually put to the decision of hey, are you ready to get back out into the world and be around people and be around these social settings? Um, They have to make that decision. A lot of them said, you know what, I'm not quite ready. Let me just wait a little bit longer and see what happens. And the good news is with that is that with each day and each week that's passed, more and more people are coming back. And literally every day we're seeing new faces of either people that are activating holds um, new members that we're now taking on, people that went once canceled that are coming back. All those people are now starting to come back to the gym and people are getting more and more comfortable each day. So once we figured that we could handle the current active members, what we did is that we started to allow holds come off for specific class times, or we really, a better way to put this is that we limited them from specific class times. So our 6 a.m. class, as an example, has become our busiest class time, 6 and 7 a.m. So as people came off hold, we said, okay, you can come off hold, but just realize that you're not gonna have access to the six and 7 a.m. classes. And if you still wanna come off hold, you can, but you won't have access to those for the time being. Now, by coming off hold, you'll get first priority to having access to those classes once we can get our capacities up. But for now, you're coming off hold knowing that you won't have access to those. So that's how we approached it. And then for new members and for drop-ins, the standards was even more strict, okay? So this is one of the cool things about at least Zen Planner where you can go into certain types of memberships and uncheck the classes that they have access to. And based on attendance, you can say, okay, as a new member, you're limited to these class times. And, you know, it wasn't just the six or seven a.m. The six and seven a.m.s were like hitting caps almost every single day. So we didn't want really any new people, even people are coming off hold to have access to those. But for the other class times that were more borderline and people were still trickling in, we didn't want new members to take a spot of, of an old member or a member that was on hold that was like ready to come back in the next week or two. So we were a little bit more restrained in terms of the classes that we gave a new member or drop in access to versus someone who had been with us for years but just wanted to come off hold. And then over like i said the the coming days and weeks we're now uh, about three weeks in on this thing we've seen new faces every single day we've seen a lot of people become more comfortable being back in the gym and it's very interesting you can kind of see it in people's demeanor when it's their first day back they're very cautious you know they're kind of walking on eggshells or keeping their distance i mean they're cleaning every single surface they touch whether it's a doorknob or A whiteboard or the rig they're touching they are cleaning everything and then once they've been there a couple days you can see a lot of that stress or a lot of that just feeling of of trepidation kind of disappears and not to say that people get careless at that point but you do see a little bit more you know might see an occasional fist bump here and there you might see people that are um, just allowing themselves to get closer to another individual or they might not be, you know, just wiping every single surface that they come near or come in contact with throughout the course of the day. You know, they're still super cautious, and we're still super cautious with them. Um, but you can see people once they leave their house and get in this environment, they're starting to get used to and more comfortable with being around people again. The other thing that's really interesting is we're getting a rush of new signups, especially over the last seven to ten days. Once we kind of let the floodgates open and said, hey, we're taking on new members. We have been basically getting two to three no sweat intros every day. And almost all of those people are converting. And it's really cool because we actually raised our prices over this break for all of our new members. You know, we we were due for it coming into, into the break. And in addition to being due for a price raise, it's been over two and a half years since we've had a price raise. And the fact that we now have these limited class caps, we really wanted to, to set that new price moving forward um, and not just fill up the classes at this lower price point and be in a position where we're losing money um, to run a class. So we raised our prices and we're getting almost no pushback in price. We're getting a ton of new signups and our we start all of our members with personal training and our coaching staff is like filled with personal training clients that are mostly new signups and and people that are getting started with us for the first time so that's awesome Um, one other factor that i have to mention with that is we did just start recently with uplaunch Um, uplaunch is basically a crm and and sales and marketing lead nurturing system um, that's built mainly for crossfit gyms and it's it's really helped us dial in that process we had a pretty sloppy front front end process prior to this and uplaunch as well as Um, us just committing to that front-end process and the fact that people now have a better expectation of not just walking in and trying a class, but they reach out first. It's really helped us to streamline that process um, and deliver a better front-end experience while increasing our conversion rates and getting a higher average client value there. In terms of schedule, um, I know a lot of gyms have been giving themselves like 30 minutes an hour between classes and some gyms have to do that based on the county regulations or state regulations we actually kind of condensed our schedule a little bit more um, it was something that we wanted to do prior to the shutdown and we use the shutdown as just a good way to kind of reset and figure out where we wanted our schedule to be long term and just start with that so for something like beach fit is a good example we start our first class at 5 a.m and then it's a 45 minute class we run classes every 45 minutes until the 9:30 a.m class time And we didn't change that. We didn't add another buffer in there or do anything different to do that. So if you guys have to do that because of your regulations, by all means do it. But if you wanna keep your class times and you have smaller class caps, that you're trying to essentially accommodate more people in smaller caps, I think you need those number of classes. So the way we've adjusted is that we're just shrinking down our lesson plans and, and sometimes shrinking down the workouts. You know, if a workout, could be effective in 22 minutes and we wanted to do it in 25 minutes we're going to opt for the 22 minute version versus the 25 minute version just so we have those extra 3 minutes of play in terms of the lesson plan but in terms of like warm ups and skill prep and cool down we're condensing all that so we can get done at least 5 minutes early in beach fit you know 5 minutes including that cleaning time is should be in that first 40 minutes and then in crossfit giving us closer to 10 minutes of cushion on that so that way we're cleaned up, everything's wiped down, everything's sanitized, and there's still several minutes for that first class to clear out before that next class comes in. So that's how we've approached it. Again, if you have specific regulations that are not allowing you to do that, by all means, put that space in. But if you're someone who's contemplating it and you don't have regulations that are limiting you from doing back-to-back classes, I think it's perfectly doable as long as you're smart with your lesson planning and allowing that time for cleaning. Another thing that's really been interesting is that even though we're getting this big wave of new members right now, our membership numbers, total membership numbers really aren't any higher than they are than they were three weeks ago, right? So we have people that have come off hold, we have new members that have signed up, but we've also had a lot of members that had stuck with us through the shutdown that canceled or went on hold now in the last three weeks. So I think what happened was a lot of them felt good about supporting us while we were shut down and, and while they felt like they were really you know, doing something nice for a small business to help us out, help our coaches. They were taking advantage of the remote workouts and, and a lot of them were renting out equipment. And we're still letting people rent out equipment if they want to, um, they can't do both. So they either have to come back to the gym or they have to hang on to their equipment. Um, but. What we're finding is that since we've opened the gym back up, a lot of those people that now can't attend classes that were active are putting their holds on or cancellations in now. They're sort of they're sort of seeing the thing they're missing out on instead of being in the same boat as everyone else. And now they're saying, you know what, I'm gonna go on hold or I'm gonna cancel. So it's kind of interesting in the sense that even though we've seen probably 15, 20 new faces in terms of holds and that have come active and new members that have signed up our total numbers really haven't budged very much our total active members haven't budged that much so i'm not too concerned because i think once we hit this next phase where we're able to uh, share equipment a little bit more touch some of the same surfaces being closer quarters to one another you know we can increase our class caps a lot more people are going to get uh, comfortable being in the gym But it's just interesting for now that, um, one, that there's so many people that are new that wanna start with us, but then two, that a lot of these people that supported us throughout the downturn are actually now making the decision to go on hold or cancel, even though our financial situation hasn't really changed that much. So that's really all I have for you guys in this episode. If you have any questions or things that I didn't touch on that you want me to address in a future episode or send you an email on, email me at andrew at CrossFit Palm Beach dot com, and um, I'll keep you guys posted in the next couple weeks, couple months, as things change. If there's anything that I think t- is relevant to share with you guys, hope you have a great day. We'll talk to you soon.